everybody. Welcome to our show. I'm Liz. And I'm Taylor. This is a podcast for and about the town we love. And now we're talking Darian. Hello and welcome. Today is February 2nd and today we have Ward Glassmeyer and Sarah Woodbury coming in from the Darien Foundation. Uh, this is the organization formerly known as the Darien Technology Foundation. And I'll just sum it up by saying this episode is about talent, innovation, and extraordinary generosity. Beautiful, Taylor. I love that. I like to put in a joke right about now, but I have no joke for these guys. I mean, uh, I, I will have to go the other way and just be very deliberate and tell all our fun listeners that this is not another foundation. What these guys are doing, Taylor, is truly exceptional. It really is. I mean, some of the most precious assets that we have to be so proud of in this town, uh, lots of them were born out of this group and, and the money that they've raised. So, yep. I'm, I'm, I'm privileged, honored to have him here. We're going to bring him in and hope you guys enjoy this. Ward and Sarah, thanks for being here, guys. You can say thank you back. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Okay, okay <laughs> thank good. You. Okay. Yeah, we're we're happy. You, we're thrilled to be here. We're so excited to be you're here. Wrong. The audience we're won't live. know that you're here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so tell me, tell Taylor and I in the uh, Darien world here, who are two people like you guys that have dedicated your time to this amazing foundation? Ward, do you want to start? Sure. I mean, I, I, I was born and bred here in Darien, and the least I can do for all that Darien's done for me is to give back. And so I'm involved in a few things in town, and this, the Darien Foundation, is something I've been involved with now for 20 years. I'm, I'm currently the chairman, and how long have I you may been be the here. Chairman? For, I've been the chairman since 2007. Wow. So, and you know, hopefully, it'll keep me around for a few more years because I really enjoy it. <laughs> I love that. Okay, and Sarah. Hi, I I started in January of 2018, and uh, I have I've lived here f- since 2009, and I think that for me it w- it's just been amazing to be part of it and be able to meet so many different aspects of the community. So why I sort did of, you decide though to be part of it? It was interesting. I went to actually we honestly, wanted her. We recruited <laughs> her. We needed her. I, I went She's to amazing. a benefit. I, like I went to one of your comedian benefits with um, Jen Foster actually, and that's a great benefit by the way. You got to do that again. Side note, okay. Yeah, and uh, I saw like the video about all the cool projects that they were doing. I was like, this this group does a lot of really cool stuff. And um, then a few years passed by and Jen said, oh my gosh, they're looking for an ED. So I guess that's not a very interesting story. No, anyway, you were a perfect choice for but, that job. Yeah, so. But you appreciated all they had done. And that's like, as Taylor and I have been talking here, that's what, right, Taylor, that's overwhelmed me is all that you guys have done. Yeah, and the nature of the Darien Foundation to me is unique because there are obviously a lot of really significant nonprofits in town, but the work you guys do, and tell me if I'm wrong, this is the way I perceive it, like you guys really are the ones investing in the things that make our community so unique and so lucky. Like the things that you've done for us and given us are exceptional. Um, you know, Sarah, when we talked in our pre-interview, you said that the investments that you guys make or donations you make fall into three categories. If you want to talk about that? Sure. Um, they're sort of like our, our mission pill, our pillars. One would be the first one is youth, which is includes the Darien public schools, but also really cool projects. Like we did lights and the lightning protection system for the little league, or we do, we did a big grant for the depot. So the nature center, this really cool turtle habitat. I don't want to overwhelm you guys, but um, so like youth so and education is kind of one of the and education. Anything we call it, we like to create opportunity for youth. So we want to do bring things forward that will allow youth and Darien to sort of thrive and innovate and move forward, like the robotics program, which is something we'll talk about later. But um, the other 
pillar is safety. And since the early days, and Ward could talk about this, the Darien Foundation, when it started as the Technology Foundation, was very involved in technology and support of the police, the the volunteer fire departments, and Post 53. And that's been ongoing. We still do grants with them. And the last one, we call it quality of life, but it's sort of everything else in town that's a bucket. It's whether it's the generator for the library or the bird sanctuary at the DCA, you know, things that are really, I mean, at the generator at the library we is, just had those guys yeah. at home. I think you guys yeah. messed off with them. So how do I, I mean, I want to kind of go back then how it started. Cause I think exactly. there's a cool story yeah. there. Ward. Can- yeah, sure. In 1998, what Richard Chilton and some others saw is that there was all this great technology out there, but it wasn't in the Darien schools and not that it was anyone's fault. And what these families wanted to do is they wanted to give technology to the schools but that's just not the way it works. You can't right. just give donations directly to the school. And so they started up the Darien Technology Foundation, and that was our origin, and basically went to the school system and said, hey, look, we'd like to kind of joint venture with you in some ways where you come to us and tell us what you need, and we'll try to get together, raise the money, and, and bring those things back to you. And you obviously have to go through the town and get approvals and everything else, but it was a great back and forth. And it continued like that where – you know, teachers or executives from the school would come in and present to us and say, hey, look, this is something we need, you know, whether it was PASCO, you know, microscopes or whatever it was. And we would think about it and we would talk to the teachers and see if it made sense. And was it always technology focused? It was or? at the beginning, it was always technology. It wasn't okay. until like 06, 07 ish that we started to really branch into this, you know, kind of capital projects. We realized that I think we were doing a lot in regards to technology, but technology was limiting. And so if we could do things, like one of the big projects we did was the Wheat Beach project. That was one of the yes. big capital playground, projects yeah. for the playground by the sound. Exactly. Yeah. We'll, oh, yeah. The playground that so many of us enjoy. I, I had no idea you guys did that. That's so neat. Yeah, it was great. And what was nice about that is that also started a new kind of formula where families, or in this case, it was four mothers, came to us and presented and said, hey, look, here's our plan. We looked at those plans and said, oh, my gosh, this is terrific. But, hey, we're, we're behind it, but we want to add maybe this, this, and this. And some of those things we were able to get through the town and some we weren't. But we feel like not only do we want to support great projects, but we want to be value-add and maybe help them see things that, I mean, they saw everything. But, you know, to bring to bring even more light and more specialty, something, you know, unique to the project. So, so does everyone, when, when you have does ideas come on your own, is there a brainstorming session that goes on regularly with your board? Or do people come to you with different proposals and say, like, here's an idea we have? And what is that vetting process like? Here, I can give you a quick example of that. So back to the playground by the sound. So they come and present all the things they want to do. They, which is four, four moms four in this moms. case. So cool. Yeah, yeah right. so cool. And they left. And after they leave, we have a conversation. And one of the things I think super unique about our board is everybody participates it's not one person, you know, making a statement and everybody following. Everybody has a say. And so in that dynamic, people will say, hey, maybe we should do swings or maybe we should do a sports court or maybe we should do this and How that. How big is your board? Right now, it's about 20 of us. 24. 24. 20, 22. 20, it's 24 with the, the officers. So. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. And how often are you guys meeting to listen to proposals? Every month. Every month, but not in the summer. So is your process in this, is it like, it sounds like it's a lot more than just saying here, you're, we're awarding you this money. We did the analysis and you guys are going to get the amount of funds. It sounds like you're actually taking people from, from step A to step Z here and getting them to work with all the parties. It's not just a simple proof. Like here's the money cake. Now you can go do it. Right. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I think that I want to give credit to the people that come and present to us. Cause I think just to have those ideas is terrific, but we do have, I think one of the things about our board is we try to have areas of specialization and one area that we're really good in is technology. And so a lot of times when people come to us, we can bring some value add to the whole process. 
And I think that's one of the things that makes us unique. But yes, you're right. We'll listen to a, a, a you know a presentation, and either we'll say that's perfect, we'll leave it. It is, but often we'll have some comments, and sometimes we'll we won't do it. And so that does happen. I imagine there's a lot of you know interesting things you could be doing. Um, but I want to just put in perspective just how much good you have done in the 22 years, or was it 24 years <laughs> since you've yeah, been in 24. business? Taylor um, was told there'd be no math on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but I mean, you guys have made almost five and a half million dollars in gifts. That's an incredible amount of money. And the things, the list here, I mean, we had to really <laughs> take our time in selecting a few because we can never touch on all of them. Um, I think if we wanted to start and talk a little bit more deeply about the educational grants, I think a lot of parents listening might be interested to know that you guys are behind the robotics grant at Darien Public Schools right now, a program my kids got waitlisted for. <coughs> Mine too. Mine too. <laughs> so bummed about that. It was a lottery because so many kids want to be in it. Thank you so much for granting that program. It was a frustrating, I mean, not a frustrating lottery. I think it was exciting to see the amount of demand. Um, and I will say that pretty much all the board members' kids did not get in either. So we were laughing. We're that like, is what a great that made me feel better. But um, no, I know that Dr. <laughs> Dr. Adley is, he's, he's a very, he's got vision. He's most visionary. And um, so we actually, when that happened, because we started getting people send, people type in to contact us on our page and it goes to me. And I, I got some notes from parents saying, oh my gosh, there were 100, 120 kids at Middlesex who signed up for that and 20 got in. So wow. we reached out to Dr. Adley and said, what can we do? And right now it's um, a teacher capacity thing. And we all know with the pandemic, the teachers are stressed, not stressed, stretched is what I meant to say, stretched. <laughs> but um, so we do have, I think there are 10 teachers doing it in the elementary schools, two in the middle schools, and in the high school, they're still trying to recruit the teachers, but they're bringing people in. They've been going at it as a club and then also sort of trying to work it into the curriculum in, you know, in the physics class or whatever. But so the, that they the robotics thing goes back to like your, your roots, your like what you guys are, like it, a technology focus. Go back to the roots. But it was interesting because it came out of you know, COVID conversations when we reached out during COVID to say, what can we do to help with you? We were having ongoing conversations with Dr. Adley and the state ended up coming in and funding a lot of the emergency stuff they needed. And he said, what I really want to do is get back to you on the robotics. And nice. so we kept Adley, this dialogue going with him. Back to, to academics. I yes. Like him yeah. and Joan McGittigan, we have to give, she's come to a couple of our meetings to talk about like the visions of the school and the robotics. So um, it was sort of something that percolated for a while. And then we were able to like, hit the hit hit it hard last and that's what i mean i you know this robotics program is something that you know darian really stands out for having and the fact that you guys are behind that i think everyone should know that and you know that you made a two hundred and thirteen thousand dollar gift this year to make that happen for us so right thank it's you it's a two-year grant and um the idea is the board of education approved to hopefully at the end of two years and i think that this will this is sort of what often happens with darian foundation grants is that we bring something into the public schools and then the school board kind of takes it on ongoing. So the idea is that it will end up being run by the schools, but they needed someone to sort of be the Catalyst. venture capitalist, yeah. if you, if you will. But, uh, was there a lot of upfront like investment in materials or yes, a bunch of it is materials and, you know, they also have like costs that are associated with contests that they're going to and club fees and um hearing about this program the robotics yeah. goes back to what Ward and i were just talking about like about implementation of these ideas like it's again it's not just you guys saying okay here here adley or here schools here's the equipment you guys have to like go through multiple layers of approvals and processes right to like implement something like this right something like state level too right Ward? yeah i mean you know we get obviously super involved and we want to see all the 
you know, when people are actually buying goods, we want to see all the receipts of that and make sure that it all, you know, ties out at the end of the day. And I'd say the other thing I'd say that I think makes us unique is, and and not necessarily robotic specific, but it could be, is if they came back, even though it was a two-year grant, and again, we want to be that kind of startup capital, that catalyst to get them going. If they came back and said, you know, with a little bit more money, we could get this many more teachers involved and then this many more kids could participate. We'd get behind that. Cool. I yes. think we would. I mean, I, I can't speak for the board, but that's something like we want to, we, we want things to be great. We want things to work. We want to, mm-hmm. we want to get things to the next level. And so if we can help catalyze that, we'll do it. And you guys were, I mean, similarly behind the one-to-one device initiative in the schools, right? We were. And so how but, did that work? Did you guys gift the initial batch of devices? Yeah, well, it's interesting because typically we're talking about laptops for the students laptops, in our schools. We have to give we give the check to the Darien Public Schools. Most of the grants we actually pay the vendors directly, but the schools um, it has to go through the town sure. hall. But um, so yeah, we we priced it out with them, and then you know we wrote a check for the specific amount or whatever, and um, then. Members of the Darien Foundation went in to see the kids, you know, using them, and they they got feedback. Because I know that they started maybe with Chromebooks, and they maybe pivoted to iPads. So there was, you know, feedback as they moved forward. And then Dr. Brenner came in and said that has to be a mandate that goes for, you know, a device for every kid. So I mean, I, I look at this list here. I mean, we I want to go on to like some of your other groups you're part of, but I mean, it and is we're crazy. Post that like. List online with our I know like you, you social know, media right Let's your fuel cell new instruments for the bands you know whiteboards for classrooms technology a video technology lab I mean teacher training labs iPad labs like science laptop and equipment mobile laptop equipment <laughs> 90 alpha smart lab. I mean this list goes on Taylor I mean I, I mean I didn't even start it, it, it I'm overwhelmed and, you know one thing that we hear a lot from from parents is they really love the gardens the gardens at the five elementary schools oh, the, edible fund, gardens. the edible gardens yeah. and it's you know that's not technology edible, but that's I hear a really garden I think something else my friend what are we talking about <laughs> <in high school? laughs> I got excited <laughs> what's the edible garden <laughs> each of the public schools has a garden they have flowers in it too but they grow vegetables that's what they call it the edible garden they grow they, so the kids can see how they you know from seed to where their food comes cucumber. from and you guys are part of this as well? We founded those. Um, they needed seed money to create the gardens with the fences and, you know, create that area. So oh, cool. What you went back a second ago, like you said, we just, I think I can't remember what you said. Like we try to make things better. Like if I asked you, like, what was the mission? According to you, you've been there now at 20 years. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah. What would you say is the mission of the foundation, the Darien Foundation? Ooh, I mean, we've got our stated mission, which... You know, Sarah talked about, you know, with youth and education and safety and, and quality of life and all those things. But I think that as a big fan of Darien myself, we're just trying to make a better Darien, which is in our, our slogan. I don't want to act like Darien's not great because it is great. But if we can make it even that much better, then to me, that's fabulous. And so when people come to us with ideas, we want to get behind them if they're really good. And one thing I'll add is that we actually will put three or four board members into that process with the organization. Oh. And I think that's been really helpful because then they've got almost partners within our organization, you know, so they really work well together and, and we may see things where we can be even more helpful. Again, we just want to, this is, we, this is your, your, your finance, by the way, your private equity side here where you, yeah, like, we, you don't just buy a company, you, you send people to go work for them. Exactly. We do. We send people, that's a great way to say it. We send people to go work for them. And then if, if more money's needed, or if, if there's another add-on that we can do to make it that much better, that's what we want. Smart. That kind of reminds me of thinking about like the police grant that we talked about, right? Yeah, I definitely want to touch on that. That's a really interesting grant you made. Can you explain that? And what category is that in? Like, where, where does that fall? That would be safety. safety. Our safety is really, what we call safety is all our grants that go to Post 53, 
the, you know, three Darien um, volunteer fire departments, we actually have a fireman on our board, Larry Castellani, oh, yes. who, you know, they were driving around in the fire trucks with three ring binders up until like 2006. And we came in, the Darien Foundation came in and, you know, could you imagine they pull up and they're like, okay, let's pull out the binder. Where's the hydrant? Where's the electric line? Now that we came in and get, gave them and also Post 53, these mobile data terminals. This no was way. a little bit before That's like cool. Google Maps was on everyone's phone, you know, because that was like, sure. and I think he felt like that was a game changer. I don't want to quote, but he, well, sure. I mean, we've done many grants for the, over the years. Tell us about the police grant. What does it allow them to do? So what it allows them to do, it's basically virtual reality training in that there's about a thousand scenarios and each one has eight to 10 different outcomes. So, you know, one of them is you see a guy, you pull a car over and a guy looks like he's reaching for something and he turns around and shoots you. So the very, then that very same video, you walk up and the guy is putting a bottle, you know, a baby thing in his baby's mouth. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's trying to show them that they all start very similarly and how you can, you know, Captain Robert Shredders is better at explaining this. But but one of the things he said is that the police are under stress a lot and that going through these training situations where you're like, is this kind of guy going to pull out a gun or his iPhone that when they are in a stressful situation, they've been going through it and going through it. So they're better able to respond. And um, I actually talked to the lieutenant and they've been using it for all their training. They can use it in their firing range and it's also portable so they can take it out in the field and do it in different situations because wow. it has kind of this virtual reality that's quite big. You can, you think, you know, some of them are scenes where you kind of come up and there's three shooters and there's a policeman down in the thing. So you're trying to figure out how to manage that. Holy it cow. was, I, I, it stressed me out just watching it. I was like, I left the thing and I was like, Please be careful out there. <laughs> I got a question to ask you guys about this. Like, so how'd you hear about this technology? And yeah, does anybody else have this? Yeah, I mean, they came. It's funny because they came to us and said that this was the new, the new version, the new and, and that we wanted to be part of the new thing. And I think that <clears throat> to answer your question is, organizations come to us. They'll come present, and we'll say, "Hey, is this? Do you think this is the best, you know, technology or the best whatever it is for you guys right now?" I mean, should we be thinking five years out, ten years out? We, we yeah. want to get to that new age and things are moving so quickly. We want to be there to kind of help push that forward. And we'll come back just like Sarah said, you know, we gave something to the police force and, you know, five, six years later it had been upgraded and we got them the next, you know, that's cool. Thing. So you, you stay with them, right? It's not like, here's your grant, go, we'll see you. Don't come back. You guys are with them. And it's a, it's evolution of, you know. What I love, I mean, I remember when we interviewed the police, the chief was so committed to the quality of training here in Darien. And this is evidence that, you know, we didn't even discuss in that interview of, of just how cutting edge the training is for Darien police. So that's, thank you. That's really incredible. And there was a another part of that grant, the, the school safety. Did you want me to talk oh. about that? Please. Okay, so the other aspect of that grant, and this also touches what Ward was talking about, is they came to us with two options for accident investigation. And one was like a $10,000 option, and one was a $54,000 option. And the first one is you plunk this thing down in the middle of the road, and it helps you it helps you investigate like there's a car crash or there's a murder scene or whatever. Um, and the second one was able to do that. But as it did that, it created a sort of it used this laser technology to within like half an hour create a fully scalable kind of virtual reality model of the scene. Like, you know, and they're using them to make a scale of all seven public schools, 
the town hall wow. and the Darien Library so that, you know, if there's a tornado and the police have to run in or if there were, heaven forbid, to be some sort of an intruder incident, they will already have like a fully scale, like 20 feet to this exit. There's a window four feet down. There's, you know, say there were an incident at one of the schools, they would already know where their parameter is. They would have already done drills and they hope that they'll never have to use that. But I think the idea of being prepared. So they came to this with, you know, the two options and the Darien Foundation said, oh my gosh, you know, let's talk about the technology and how this could be something that affects the town in general. Um, all the schools, the library, town hall, and it's exciting. It's been yeah. great. Wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah. You know, hearing this stuff, there's a lot of different groups, organization in town doing help, helping out. And one group that I, I'll admit, get confused with you guys on is the community fund. Have other people said this to you guys? Yeah, we get it yeah. all the time. In fact, sometimes there's gifts that either have gone to the Darren Community gone Fund or gone to, yeah, gone to us and they were intending Swap the other. It back. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> yeah. okay good. So I'm, not, I'm glad I'm not the only one confused. So differentiate them, at least for me, so we know for Yeah. Them. I mean, I think the, the easiest way to think of it is that we're all about Darien. And that's what we do. We support Darien. We're trying to, you know, help Darien move to the next level. And again, this isn't necessarily our view of the next level. This is the community coming to us and they see the next level and we'll work with them to get us there. And, you know, the community fund is obviously a great organization and a great resource. And, and they're obviously trying to help, you know, things in town, you know, people in need, you know, really often very critical situations that where, where people need food or shelter or all the above or sometimes it, inside and sometimes outside of so, Darien. Right? Yes. And yeah. most of that is, well, I shouldn't say most because I don't want to say, but I know a lot of that is outside of Darien. And so I think that's the big difference. And I think that that's important, right? Cause for Darien to be great, you want the outside community to also be, right. you know, in right. check yes. too. And so the, the, the community fund does amazing things, right? Just cause they're trying to keep our whole area. And so they're, they're focusing on people in more in need, like yeah. services yeah. critical and needs, critical needs. Yeah. Okay. And they do. I mean, they work so closely with Darien's um, Department of Human Services. But we're more, you're more enrichment. capital investment in the. We're more world. sort of enrichment. How do we, you know, scale something up? Innovation moving forward. One of the things we say is we like to keep Darien moving forward. Um, and they are a very great sort of safety net, I would maybe say. Um, and you guys work together with them, right? You guys we have, have actually done. We, we did have. the Corbin Cares. They mm -hmm. were part of the Corbin Cares collaboration. And we have had board crossover awards. Brothers on the board, and we've like Lori Warren was on our board and their board. We've had it'd be because, fun to see the, the, yeah. the Glassmeyers fighting like my board's better. And then giving no, my board's better. But um, they're you know they're great, and uh, I sometimes I have coffee with Janet. I mean you know her son works at Sipsters, and he gives great wine recommendations. Yes, I can't believe you actually just mentioned Sipsters too because they're actually our episode sponsor for the night. We love these guys. We love David Wagner, their owner. Yeah, they can pick some wine. I know. <laughs> so uh, sorry for the derail there, but great mention of. Sipsters. Sisters are our buddy and all these collaborations you guys are doing. So yeah. we had the at home and Darian came in here and they talked about your great collaboration with the car. And what are some of the other ones so people understand this bucket of community outreach? You mean like quality of life? Quality of life. Yeah. So, um, well, we've got a couple of really exciting grants coming up right now. One of them is the Darian Library Cafe, which was oh, yeah. shut down and it's being restarted and we it's a really cool collaboration i mean that's the other thing i feel like if we had a fourth pillar would be like collaboration because we're not just an atm something that we <laughs> we say that um but opening next wednesday at noon because in the morning it's going to be like ribbon cutting and stuff is the new it's in a soft launch now if you've been in the darien library but it's a collaboration between the Darien Library and Abelis will be running it. And we brought in, they came to us and we funded, it was like $42,000. Explain what Abelis is. Oh, Abelis is this great organization that helps 
special needs um, individuals from birth through adulthood. And so what they're doing is they would be staffing the cafe with ableist teams. Like they're, you know, ableist, ableist participants and they would be the employees at the cafe. And also they're sourcing food from Michael Joseph's, UCBC. It's, it's all really yummy local restaurants that will be giving, you know, supplying the food for the cafe. They're really wonderful. I've been there a few times and they they told me their coffee is like a warm hug. <laughs> but um, so wow. and that is part of a bigger initiative. We were also yesterday at the Dairy NYCMCA, which is another ableist project, um, Project Search, which is a tra- an intern program that we funded the technology for that, which um, ableist adults, you know, young adults are shadowing. And this is something you could talk about either with ableist or Dairy and Y, but are shadowing different Dairy and Y employees so they get hands-on job experience and co- right. can go out in oh, the real that's world. I think that's right. happening in my daughter's class actually right now. It's like they have a new teacher coming in. That's very cool. It is. It's, it's special. So that's a really fun project. Um, wow. I, yeah, I mean, I, I'm with you about that's almost like a fourth category, mm-hmm. the collaboration. But I mean, Taylor and I, I mean, it's, that's a perfect setup here of what, what we're doing in this room, man. Absolutely. Yeah. I love all the cross like pollination of people and ideas and things you know we've encountered in these I guess now about 40 interviews how many of you are all intertwined with each other and how many people are investing in the community and working together and like the genius that comes out of that and the I mean the benefit to the community is it's, it's amazing. And from the day when we started this podcast, like everyone that comes in has been like, you got to get the Darien Foundation. You got to get started. You Genovese. I know Ward, <laughs> so you and funny. David grew up together, right? We did. Are you guys same class? We're the same year. Same year. Were you guys buddies growing we up? We were all the way through. Oh Still are. I got to get a some. a lot of good stories. We need dirt. We need Genovese dirt. So we <laughs> we'll come back. Okay, we'll come back. <laughs> and so as, as we wrap up here, is there, what, what would be your takeaway for people listening if they want to get involved with you guys, if they want to donate or if they have ideas? Like how does that process work? Yeah, I mean, I, I'd say a couple of things in regards to ideas. I mean, they can come to us anytime. You know, Sarah's we love easy getting to reach. Ideas. Yeah, yeah, she's amazing. And, and what we do when an idea comes in is we'll we'll get together in a small group and actually meet with one or more of, of those people who ever have the idea because it could be a group. Okay. And so what's nice is they get a chance to air out their idea with us, and and we'll have a kind of off the record conversation with them and and maybe help them, you know, think about how to present it or maybe they should include something else with it. Maybe it doesn't work for us at all. And maybe there's another organization that we introduce them to. But I think that's really helpful as opposed to having somebody come in and just present at the board meeting and then it's either yes or no. Yeah, right, right. We like to get involved early and and really try to help that group out. And I think we want to be super friendly and encouraging to people that come in. I think that we've got that reputation. So people can come in with an idea you know, I can't say something. We've had some funny ideas where, yeah. you know, people wanted more bathrooms, let's say, at some of the fields or things <laughs> like that or recycling, you know, baskets around the town. Or I mean, People have great ideas and some of those things I think we'll get to, you know, down the line. Yeah. But we're really trying to focus on things that can change Darien yeah. today and, and change it for the better. And that goes to, you said, in regards to fundraising and everything else, because obviously without, you know, the fundraising we do, we wouldn't have the capital to get involved in these projects. And so... The way I think about it, and since you brought up Genevieve's, because he's you know one of our, if not our biggest advocate, is he's always said, hey, if you want to, if you want to take Darien, you know, to the next level, or if you want to keep Darien as wonderful and as amazing as it is, you want to give to the Darien Foundation because we're investing back into the community, right, right. Right. We're investing into real projects that make a difference in town, from youth to, you know, again to seniors, and so we're we're covering the whole landscape. And so, you know, I know you typically have a benefit 
the Yacht Rock benefit. Is that happening this year? We Yeah, we just sent out the save the date um, yesterday. So and the event committee is really excited about it. Now, I just don't want to jinx it because sure. <laughs> you know what's going on. But we people we sent out an e-blast yesterday and we got a lot of fun replies back from people. I, I, when is it supposed to be? April 30th, Saturday, April 30th at Tokenique. And it's always sells out. It's a fun. It's sort of like the first like winter's done. And it's called Yacht Rock. And we play like these fun like. Yeah, you know, those kind of songs. It's like the AM gold is what the band, the band comes in and they've got like mustaches and, you know, like they dress like the 70s with big bell bottoms and they really work the crowd. So it's super fun. And people come in their outfits that are, it's like spring and summer outfits. And we do have a tent and, you know, heaters and stuff to keep it warm. Like when we first get there, it's usually a cocktail hour looking out at the ocean. And then, you know, it gets a little chilly and then the flaps come down and the heater turns on. So it's really fun. So that's yeah. great. And how do people contact you? So like if they have ideas or, or people so, want to donate? Yeah, they can call website? our phone number is on our website and we have a contact. What's us. your website address? Oh, darianfoundation.org. Okay. Um, they can also reach out via social media. We're very active in social media, whether it's Instagram or LinkedIn, we respond to our social media. We're, you know, we love getting feedback. So we love to hear from people. And are you looking for board members or volunteers of any kind at the moment? So. I think I mean, right now I think we're pretty good. I mean, we've, it's it's amazing. And speaking of social media and the work that people do yeah. that are part of our organization, it's incredible. The board, I would say our board is so good right now. And it's people with different talents, with different skill sets, with different ideas, with different ways of thinking. And everybody's point of view is important. I think that that's made us super unique. And, and everybody does this on a volunteer basis. And even, you know, back to the old Robin Hood days, right, where Robin Hood you know, there's all your money goes, this is really important, all your money goes to good. You know, the board and others help pay, you know, for salaries like Sarah's and everything else. So 100% of your dollars. I'm part-time go, Just so you know. Yeah, but 100% of your dollars yeah. go, and, and that's a big, and that Richard started that. that yeah, the Robin Hood Foundation is one of his pet like, that was That was one of his things, yeah. Our board members pay for all the operating expenses. And wow. that's why we're lean and mean. I, cool. I'd say to people, I'm like, I write the check and I take out the trash. So, you know, <laughs> I'm, you know, cool. we're lean and mean and it's so the money that's donated does go back into the grant pile. But I do have thoughts of people, if they want to get back involved with the Darien Foundation, we love having people join our event. We have like a benefit committee that's like 40 people. And a lot of times people oh, will wow. send me an email. That's a great way to learn about the Darien Foundation. Sure. So reach out. We're always happy to hear from people. And a lot of times people come to some of these events and then we get to know them. And we do bring on different board members every year. So anyway. That, very, that, very uh, cool. Yeah, you guys are so fun. Thanks for coming in. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm truly blown away at what we do. I wish the, our our, our uh, listeners could see the list in front of us of the number of, of grants. Well, I hope we can post it. Can we yeah. can we share yeah. it on our yeah. social media? Yeah. Yeah, so everyone can look through it. And I mean, this is what a place to give. I mean, this is what makes Darien unique. I mean, one of the many things, but really when people say we want to move to Darien, these are some of the reasons yeah. why our kids have access to all these incredible programs or, you know, our, right. Emergency and services are so well-trained and so well-cared for. Thank you. And I think that's why I'm here 10 years later, like really blessed to have such a great community. So I couldn't have said it better myself. I know. Yeah. All right. Let's sign off and I'll sing in my head, if you like pina coladas. <laughs> 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 Thank you guys so much. Thank you. <laughs>